Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Listen to the voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Oh, yeah, man. Got a radio show. Do you understand that? I'm telling you, God been big in my life. God God is a gentleman. You know, I, I want to I wanna point that out to you. God is an absolute gentleman. He will not come in unless he's invited. He don't just barge into your life. He gives us the power of choice. You know, if you say you got it, I don't need you, he lets you have it. If you say, I need you, come see about me, he right there. It's just a real simple thing, man. So I always say to people this, if you've gotten yourself into something, and please know I have, I, I man, see, that that's why I'm so adamant about it. Because I've gotten myself in some circumstances and positions in my life, but I've been, a, I've been, a, I've had some low moments, man. I've had some moments where I did not know what to do. I didn't know what was next. I didn't know how to go about it. I didn't have no more ideas. I was stuck. I thought a couple of times, well, might not make it past this one. But then if I don't make it past it, what's going to happen? And then I held on to this little thing that my mother kept talking to me about. She said, sometimes, son, when you ain't, ain't got nothing else in you, just hope. She said, just hope it'll be all right. You know, and what I've learned in my life is that hope is the beginning of faith. Hope is just 
is there a possibility out there for me? I sure hope something happened. See, uh, hope, hope is okay, man. Because like I say, for me, the way I've lived my life, hope was the beginning of faith. It was just the idea. It's just the thought that something could change for me, that something could be a little bit different for me, that maybe, man, just maybe for some reason, I could be saved. I could be rescued. Things could turn around. It could head in the other direction. Maybe I could quit messing up. Maybe somebody will forgive me. Maybe somebody will just say, all right, I don't know. But I can't count the times I've been in that position. But then once I hope a little bit, and then I remember also my mother because she was a Sunday school teacher. She taught me the most valuable lesson I've ever learned in my life. Nothing has been greater in my life than my faith. She taught me to pray. Mama used to say, when it get real dark for you, son, prayer changes things. She said, when you seem like you lost and you can't find your way, stop and pray. She said, because prayer changes things. You know, when you get a point in your life when you've done all you can do and you can't do no more and you just don't know what to do next, she says, stop, son, pray. And combine that prayer with that hope that you got. She said, because that hope is the beginning of faith. She said, if you pray just hoping, she said, if God come through for you, that'll give you confidence that he can do it again. And then after a while, you quit hoping. She's saying you start believing. She's saying that's when you're on to something. If you can turn that hope into belief, that hope into faith, that's, that, that's the, the ability to believe in something that you can't see. But the key, though, to faith is you're believing in something that you can't see. See, hoping a little bit different for me. Now, I'm pretty sure, like I say oftentimes, I tell a lot of people who can explain this thing a lot better than I can to you. Hope is just kind of, I don't know how to, I don't know how to say it, but I'm just telling you, hope is, you, you just hoping it work all right. You just have a thought in your mind that, you know, man, wherever you are, wh- whoever you are, whatever you are to me, God, I sure hope something changed. Hope helps, man. If you ain't strong enough to have faith, have hope. Hope. And then if you pray with some hope and God answers your prayer, then that hope gains a little confidence. And after a while, that confidence becomes faith. Now it ain't just hoping, but I'm believing. I'm believing in something that I cannot see. Faith has been the key to my entire existence. Even when I didn't have any. It was faith as I look back on it that has gotten me here. And not just faith, but my faith. See, you will only get to where you're going in your life based on your faith. See, A lot of people get the word faith confused. Like, what's your faith? 
and then they start going down this whole list of all these different religions out here. But really, in essence, man, when I talk to people about faith, I'm talking to you about your, your belief. How much do you believe in the unseen? See, faith is the core of all that is happening to me today. It is the faith that I have in my relationship with God that enables me to just oftentimes, if I stay on the right course and believe a certain way and act a certain way, his blessings just pour. They just come. And it comes in a lot of little ways, too, I've started to notice. See, it ain't just, a lot of people think blessings is money. No, man, that ain't it. It's coverage. It's every time my plane lands safe. It's every time they predict bad weather and I get up in the sky and it don't be no bad weather. You know, this, this is favor. These are blessings that get poured out to me. Somebody call me and offer me something. Not money, but an opportunity. See, blessings come a lot of ways. But once you tie in to God, once you tie in and you start doing the best you can do, and you start asking for him to make you a better person, to help shape and mold you into the kind of man or person that he wants you to be. You'd be amazed what God can do with you, man, if you just invite him in and allow him to be a part of your life. I mean, what you got to lose out there? Come on. Why, why would you not change? Why would you not allow God to be a part of your life? God got some big plans for you. If he didn't, you wouldn't keep waking up. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, pets, animal trainers, members of PETA, may I have your undivided attention, please? This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show, and I'm doing this show in alligator shoes. Good morning, Shirley. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Good morning, Steve, with your alligator shoes. I'm calling Peter. I, I, you mm. know, they already talked to me about that, and I'll explain to them. Alligators. Mm. So get away from me with all that. And we've mm-hmm. since been on speaking terms. Okay. Carla, for real. <laughs> okay. That logic. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be that. <laughs> Junior <crazy>. Morning Hunk <laughs> The president of Peter Just rolled his eyes at you <laughs> And the nephew The fool Yes sir Got the Maris on baby Maris That's the first Man, gator no thing you introduced me time. to Boy let me tell you something When Maris came out you couldn't tell me When I got my first pair of Maris I know exactly when it was, man. It was about, I was on Showtime Dip about 1991, two, when I got my first pair of Maris. Might have been 93. Mm. So what are Maris? That's a brand. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. The hood version of the most, the greatest shoe you could have put on your foot. You couldn't beat it. Mari Gator. You couldn't beat it. Mari? Mari, man. Like, Matter of fact, M-A-U-R-I. I remember. 
almost like Steve taking me to everything. uh to city mm-hmm. slickers and I couldn't afford one oh, pair. Boy, boy. In Detroit. Was in Detroit, man. Hey Tommy, Ball, in man, Houston. Junior. Y'all had a place that called the Sharpstown Mall. Yep. Yeah. Yes, yep. sir. Boy, y'all had a store in there. I can't remember the store. It started with a G, I think. Giorgio. Giovanni's. Jo- boy, Giorgio's. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> boy, I went Close. up in Giorgio's, boy, and you know, I had money then. You were warm, Junior. Boy, you couldn't mm-hmm. talk to Tommy. I was in there with J. Anthony Brown one day. Jay said, look at his ass all up in the wall. <laughs> I was all, they had got all some the money. Dog, dog, they had all the gators on the wall. He, Jay said, look at his ass all up in that wall. Dog, I bought about six pounds. You buy more? Six? Six pounds. Because they in every color, Junior. They in every color. I wore one night at the Arena Theater in Houston. I wore a pink suit with white pinstripes. I was at that show. I found some pink gators. (laughs) Boy. Man. Pink gators? Trill, I was at that show. Came down that whole walkway. Everybody was like, oh, hell no. Yeah. Because you got to come down that aisle. You're coming down between everybody at at the arena, baby. Oh, man. Dog, I had a smoke machine. Yeah. Oh, I came out that smoke. Hold on, Steve. Hold on with this story. Shut up. All right. (laughs) All right. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, sometimes we all find ourselves in a conversation, okay? Be it political, scientific, educational, financial, even hip-hop, pop culture-based conversations where we just have no clue, I mean, clueless to what the person is talking Come about, on. okay? So, <laughs> so guys... That's what Shirley do with sports. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Busted. So, do you guys chime in and ask people to to uh, get you up to speed or do you just uh, nod in agreement like you know, you know, like no, you're in No, I, I actually so, get in the conversation. I wanted do to start really? with you, Steve. Yeah. Yes. I go, go ahead. and get in the conversation. Uh-huh. Like bring up a subject where you know I ain't got nothing, to, no, I don't know nothing about it. Uh, <laughs> engineering, making uh, a bridge. Oh man, you know, when uh, me and my father, man, used to work construction. I, you know, I used to work on bridge. Mm. We used oh, to wow. repair the cracks in the bridge. Uh-huh. So I knew all about the structural design of a bridge and what called the fractured spaces in it. And, and I just and did how, it like that. Yeah. yeah. Did you or your father go to engineering school? I mean, take oh, engineering no. and <laughs> no, no, I never did. Did he have they a, just construction, build bridges. a construction yeah. company or? Oh no 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 no. We work for this company, Frank oh. Buddy, oh. Frank oh. Buddy Contract. Yeah. Oh. Have you ever driven right. over a bridge? Oh, I mean, hell yeah, I've been on a lot of okay. bridges. That's how we knew how they cracked, you know. The structural <laughs> engineering position is what we would take hold was the uprooted problem that diverted mm-hmm. the situation into a crack yeah, in the first place. Oh, he sound good. I, 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 <laughs> I can't know what he's talking against. about. Yeah. There's like a board I, I game like this. Go, go ahead, go uh, ahead, Carl. I was going to ask him, though, Shirley, so how would you, what, what would you recommend to update a bridge? You well, know, I think updating is uh, uh, very, like very simple. Like the Golden simple. Gate Bridge. The Golden Bridge Bridge. Bridge has been needing update mm-hmm. and repair. And, you know, been several er- earthquakes that re- weakened the foundation. But I think what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to do a section at a time. I think we're going to have to break that bridge in half so we can have just one-way traffic going one way. And then once you get the one, one uh, lane blocked off, and then you can do the restructure work on the other side. 
And then you reinforce it up under with welding beams. And that'll join them back together. And that way they'll fix that whole thing. I'm you know, we would you, need more you, gold. You mentioned yeah. earthquakes. Um, yeah. I was wondering, you know, we're out here in L.A., what you know? A lot of seismologists have been on the news lately, mm-hmm. saying there's a possibility right. that there could be an earthquake Absolutely. coming up soon. Yeah. You you agree with that? Four point seven. A four point hmm. seven. Mm-hmm. What, what are you how basing you know that? that on? Yeah. Because last, last one's four point six. Oh. <laughs> you predict? <laughs> are you a seismologist by any chance? Or you have you know anybody that is? No, I'm a I'm a quakeologist. <laughs> Know See, about that's what that is. <laughs> yeah. After show. Wow. Yeah. wow. So far, so good. Yeah. Though, no, go I, ahead. Go I ahead. Can't I, even I, anything. Just anything. I can. I can get right with it. Yeah. Anything. Houses. Houses. You know a lot about houses. Yeah, yeah. Being I grew up in a housing project. That, what I said, seismologist. <laughs> I meant seismologist. I said seismologist. See, that's why I said uh, quake. You said a quake out. Because I knew so. you didn't know what you were talking. <laughs> Mm. Okay, I get it. Yeah, go ahead, Tom. Uh, you know, you know anything about designing airplanes? Oh, absolutely, man, absolutely. You mean like the engines and stuff, or inside well, of which the plane, one you the decor? About? Well, let's go big. Yeah, the engine. yeah. Well, let's go big. Yeah. How, does, it how does it fly? Absolutely. Rolls Royce is the number one engine manufacturer of uh, jet planes uh, in the world right now. Now that I believe. No, that's uh-huh. from you. Yeah, that's that I believe from Rolls Royce is number one uh, jet manufacturer of engine parts and motors in the world today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so whatever I'm picking out of plane, I always go Rolls Royce engine. Uh, okay. What, what's yeah. the best um, feat to, to get up, um, altitude to well, get up Well, you want to fly at least 33,000, but mm. if you're in a uh, more <laughs> substantial plane, you can get up to 49,000, which then, at wow. that point, what? you can see the curvature of the Earth. Yeah, I cannot argue this. I this guess so. You're up there, you up there in heaven almost. Yeah, if you're 49,000 feet in a G5, you can see the curvature of the earth ahead. Wow. The planet. You can see that the world is round. Wow. Oh, man. So, no, and there, that's a fact, too. It, it really is. Uh, I can't argue with you because I have no idea. I know about the 33,000 altitude. Yeah. Yeah, 33,000. Go ahead. Anybody else will need anything. What what do you think about these people speaking of that thing? You're talking about the world and earth and planet. What what do you think about these people that are now saying the earth is flat? They're coming out saying that. Oh, well, they're saying that because they ain't never been up 49,000 feet. (laughs) It was a carrier. Because, see, all they've been on is Delta. Mm. (laughs) And Delta don't do 49,000 feet. (laughs) You got to get on something else to hear what I'm talking about. Most people talking about the world is flat because that's sheer ignorance. (laughs) That's sheer ignorance. Yeah. If the world is flat, how come China over there? It ain't next door. We ought to be able to see China if it was flat. I, I like to think about that. Huh? Or you can drive over there to it. Yeah. Right. What are the two? What do you... Uh, see, if the world was you flat, know? you wouldn't have to worry about... It wouldn't have to be no time zone change. Because it's going to get... Half the world would be light at the same time. Mm. You're dropping knowledge. Mm. Wait you know a what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he knows about But because it's tilted in its own sphere and it rotates, mm-hmm. you'll never get that. Quarter right. of the world is always different from the other three, four. But I do like okay. daylight savings time, though. Yeah, well, they, yeah. keep it that way. well, they're not going to do that anymore. They're going to cut that out. I hope Because so. farming ain't what it used to be in the United yeah. States of America. They don't do daylight savings the way else but over here. 
<laughs> Let's review. So you know about bridges. No, everything about damn Jets. Earthquakes. Earthquakes. Yeah. Time zones. Yeah. See, that's why I just get with anybody. Yeah. One, one more. Real quick. Anything. Come Something on, heavy. Global well. warming. Global warming. It's happening. <laughs> I don't give a damn what Donald Trump That is Trump's true. Thing. It's happening. And it ain't got nothing to do with the cold weather like his stupid ass thing. <laughs> nothing at all. Mm-hmm. Global warming is real. It's melting the glaciers at an uncommonly rapid pace, thus producing more weather changes globally because the moisture is now in condensation is forming in cloud formation mm-hmm. and giving us erratic weather in places that we wouldn't normally have it. Thus, global warming is real, and the glaciers are decreasing at 0.7 inches per 7 inches every six months. This boy is a genius. You've been, yeah, you've been reading. He's a what, Tommy? I watch. I watch man. I I watch National Geographic all the time. Your nephew. <laughs> and I'm not a weatherman. Okay. <laughs> Coming up next, more fun with the nephew. Run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with today's national news and headlines. But uh, right now, it's time for the nephew to run that prank back. Well, you know, surely love is in the air. Today's title is <laughs> I Miss Your Wife. Oh, my Lord. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say it one more time. Today's title is, I Miss Your I Wife. <laughs> Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello, uh, Sandra? Who? No, this, ain't no, this ain't no Sandra. Okay, my bad, my bad. How, how you doing, bro? This, uh, this, uh, this Trent? Yeah, this is me. Who this, bro? Who, hey, who what's this? up, bro? This Gordon, man. This Gordon. I'm just, man, I'm, you know what, man? I'm just calling, checking on people, see how y'all doing. I know everybody locked down, man. Y'all all right over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. hey, fam, we good, fam. Who, who, who is Gordon? Well, I know you from, fam. <laughs> okay, man, you done forgot who I am. All right, don't worry. Don't sweat me like that. I, I ain't tripping, dog. I'm just calling. See how y'all do. How the kids doing, man? You no, know, everybody good, man. You know, it's, it's just hard being away from them, though. You know, got to work, man. Been out here driving these trucks, man. You know, but they had the yeah, you, you, there, you the one. They say you drive to, uh, drive stuff to, uh, to the grocery stores? Yeah, you feel me? You got to take care of the city. You know, got to get out here, man. I, I feel good about it. The only thing is put my put my health out there on the side, on the, on the line, man. For, but but for the, it's for the good of the people, so I, I can't complain. But, but, but hold on. Again, what, what, how, could, how could I help you, bro? Uh, man, I was just caught. Like, you know, man, I, 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 it's a lot of people I ain't seen, man, a lot of friends or whatever. Right. So, you know, I'm just calling right. around, man. I be, you know, just doing a little wellness check, checking on people, man. Like, you know, a couple of my partners, you know, I, I checked on some. Some of them kind of sick. So I'm just just making my rounds, man. I hadn't hollered at child in a minute. So I was like, okay, let me let me check on Trent and Sandra, see how they doing. And, uh, yeah, I, I actually thought uh, uh, Sandra was going to answer the phone. I, but, you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, so, yeah, just checking on y'all, man. Just trying to see everybody safe, man, in this time like this here. Yeah, we yeah, we good, bro. You know, somebody, you said Sandra, you, you was made to expect her to answer the phone. About what, fellow? <sighs> All right, let me just go on and say it like this here, dog. Man, I miss your wife, dog. Wait, wait. What What you mean you miss my wife? I don't, I don't understand what you're trying to tell me right now. I'm just saying, man, this has just been, I mean, this whole this whole lockdown time. My I just, man, check this out. My brother, check this out, Samo. I've been driving trucks 12 hours. I ain't got time for no bull on this phone, fam. I'm tired. You know what I'm talking about? You calling me, talking about you and my wife and all this crazy shit, bro. Who are you? What you want with I my just, wife? 
I just miss her, man. I just miss her. Sam, you, you know? sound too f***ing lusty on this phone talking about you miss her. That's the love of my life, man. What the f*** is you calling here looking for my wife for? I just want to say, Sandra is, she, she, she my everything, man. I just miss her, you know? This what? Old wait, wait, what? Yo, everything. Man, quit playing with me on this phone, fam. Who, who is this, man? Who is this? Like I say, man, my name Gordon, dog. And, and, Gordon, and you know, I'm normally... What you know with my wife, man? What you doing with my wife, man? Talk about you missing and man. Listen, fam. You call it, talk about you miss my wife and man. What you done did with my wife, man? How you know my wife, man? Hey, let me ask you this, dog. Do you think when all this is over that we can actually spend some quality time together? Without, man, is without you, you, without you, you trip? Maybe you got me mixed up with one of your other partners. Ain't nobody spending no time with my wife if it ain't me, fam. What, what the f*** is you even talking about on my phone? What type of you to call me and ask me to spend some time with my wife? What type of do that, man? Where you from, fam? We don't do that out here, man. You like to get your <sighs> ass what playing with me on this phone, dog. You call me talking about your name, Gord, some goofy-ass name, like that. Don't get up out of here, man. Yo, who the f***? I know. I know what time it is. This is Wayne. Wayne like to play like this because I can't believe it. <sighs> Call me talk about my wife. This man. this you ain't this be, ain't no this ain't Wayne, dog. Look, look. Fam, I'm this just, gotta be Wayne or either Leonard, Jerome, one of them, man. Look, look, I know y'all like how long be, how long before how long before Sandra come back, man? She ain't never coming home. Don't call me talk crazy about my wife. Hold on. I know who this is. This is Greg. 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 This ain't Quit this, playing, Greg. Greg. This, Quit playing, Greg. I know how y'all like to get out, man. I ain't got time, man. I'm sad, man. You call me with this bull, man. You talking about my wife, man. What, hey, who is, who the f is this, Dude, man? I just want to know if I can spend some quality time when the you virus is over. You can't spend no mother time with my woman. You at your man, man. Stop playing on my phone, man. It's too late for this, man. Okay, how long, how long for, Sa how long for Sandra get back, man? Man, don't ask me no question about my wife. You come to my house, you gonna see me. Now what? See, I knew you was going to act like this, man. God. No, nah, bro. What's happening with you, man? Calling me, talking about my wife and shit, man. You and Wayne and Greg, y'all want to play with me, man. I ain't got time. This ain't Wayne. This is not no Wayne or Greg, dog. Greg, this ain't no Wayne. Play, man. Okay. Quit playing this ain't with me Wayne. on my mother phone, man. Do I need you to call back and get wait the sign to get there? Man, they, you call back here, bro. You're going to be met with something else, boy. Don't call my mother house no more, player. You got me okay. fucked up. <sighs> Right. Why you breathing okay. all hard as shit, man, in my phone, man? Get up off oh, phone. I just, I, I, I'm trying to be nice and tell you I miss your wife, man. I miss her. You know? Hold on, hey, let me tell you something. Don't say that shit one more mother time. Don't say that shit no more, man. Don't call here talking about my wife, man. Who the fuck you think you talking to, man? Who is this on my phone playing, man? Who is this, man, playing on my phone? Greg, man. Greg, I know that you, man. Quit playing with me, man. This ain't no Greg. Hey, man, don't call my mother phone talking about my wife. You at your man, man. Okay, so let me ask you this, man. Man, man. Okay, okay. Okay, hold on, hold on. Trent, let me ask you this then. Is Victor your supervisor at the job? How the f*** you know him? Who is this? This nephew Tommy, baby. Steve Harvey Morning Show. Victor got me to prank phone call you. Tommy, you playing games, man. Hey, you playing games with a real on this phone, Tommy. Hey, you about to make me come out the crib, man, in this epidemic. Come find your ass, man. 
I'm gonna snatch that mask off and bust him in his mother mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to go hey, man. Around, huh, and see what's happening. Trent, what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? There ain't nothing but the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You better believe it. Ooh, <laughs> you play too much. Love is in the air, y'all. When you miss somebody, you miss somebody. Man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you miss somebody, you miss them. Yeah. <laughs> Tell them just teams, missing huh? people. Yeah. There's nothing sexual about it. You were just missing right. her. I can <laughs> miss his wife if I want to. He, he said you sounded real lusty right now. He <laughs> <laughs> wasn't lusty at all. He didn't Tommy. say anything out of it. He said, I just Tommy. missed her. Yeah, big dog. <laughs> keep keep listening to this old bit-ass fool. <laughs> walk you right on up into her ass hook, man. Yeah, yeah, you right. I just miss her. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Oh man, I love it. Gore, no great. goofy name. Gore, no goofy ass name. Yeah, yeah. And then he started guessing people. And who are the names Greg, you were guessing? I know who that is. This is Greg. Quit playing. Stop playing, Greg. Quit playing, playing, man. Greg. I'm tired. I've been driving these trucks all day, man. I ain't got time for this, man. Play too much. All right, more of this crazy ignorant show, Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Comedy roulette, you take four subjects, you put them on the wheel, spun the wheel, where it stop, we will do the damn thing because we're all comedians. All right, here we go. Uh, things you say to people who show up unexpected and you don't want them there. Oh, that's a good one. Here's another one. Things you say at a cheaply put together funeral. <laughs> Oh, please land on that one. <laughs> things, you, <laughs> things you say to people who have gained weight, but you don't want to say anything. Okay. Uh-huh. And things you say to apologize after you've made a complete fool of yourself. Come on, uh-huh. let's go. That's spun it. it. Spun it, spun it, Let's go. This is going to be fun. Uh, ooh, I wasn't expecting this. Things you say to people who show up unexpected and uh, you don't want them there. Oh, I got it. Let me start it off. Okay. Oh, mm. man, you just got hit. The movers will be here in 20 minutes. I didn't know you was coming, man. We're moving. We're moving. <laughs> <laughs> We're moving today. Oh, man, you need to call and let somebody know you're coming. <laughs> Things you say to people who show up unexpected and you don't want them there. I love it. Hey, hey, hey. That's that's flour, not cocaine. Just when you're at the wrong house. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Oh my god! My grandmother hollered that out. I killed myself. <laughs> what? That's flour, not cocaine. You at the wrong house. <laughs> wow. Hey, I thought you was the police. They so they supposed to be on the way. I don't know how, how long they get here. They supposed to be. They'll be here in a minute, man. So yeah. what's going on? What's what's, what's happening? All right, come on, Steve. Things you say to people who show up unexpectedly and you don't want them there. What? Man, huh? All right, man, you come on in, but I, look, don't set nothing down. Huh? Because we got an infestation in here. <laughs> Every just, time. Just don't set nothing down because yeah. we got a real bad infestation. Should but I come on down? in and sit down. Come, come on yeah, in but you come on in and sit yeah, down. Come on in. All right, you say to people you don't want them there. Here's his what Man, you picked a great week because this is the week we turn everything off and we just sit in the house and meditate. So come on in. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Damn, it's hot in here. <laughs> come on, oh, man. Oh, man, you just showed him now. Okay, cool, cool. Come on in. I got you. I got you. Hey, you going to leave your car park right there? <laughs> mm. I ain't going to be able to watch it. Just want to make sure it's going to be right there. Okay. Come on, Tommy. <sighs> Hey, come on in, man. Hey, this is the the uh, this the the day we normally walk around naked around here. But y'all, come on in, man. you know, every day we you know we once a week we do a naked thing. But y'all, come on, man. All right, come on, Steve. Close it out. Things you say to people who show up at your house unexpectedly and you don't want them there. Yeah. Uh, Steve. Oh, my man. Damn, y'all here? Hey, listen. Come on in. We all here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This is, I can't wait to share this with you. What? We all just joined a cult. <laughs> Stupid. Come on in. Come on in, man. Don't kick over none of them candles on the floor. About to do Drink a sacrifice. <laughs> All right, Steve, let's get to the news. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Okay, I got one. Stick around. Here's your hat. (laughs) This is Ann Tripp with the news. I know people in Texas wish they could say that to the huge Arctic air mass pounding them, bringing extremely cold temperatures with snow and ice actually to a large swath of the country. Winter storm watches stretch from Seattle all the way to the Texas border for the first time in years over the weekend. Governor Greg Abbott says the roads of the Lone Star State are just awful, and about a million people are without power there this morning. Well, I know you know Donald Trump was acquitted of inciting last month's Capitol Hill riot. However, House impeachment managers don't see Senate Republicans' refusal to hold him accountable a failure because, as lead prosecutor Jamie Raskin tells NBC's Meet the Press, he feels they made their case to the nation. It was the largest impeachment uh, conviction vote in U.S. history. It was by far the most bipartisan uh, with a 57 to 43 vote. I think that we successfully prosecuted him and convicted him in the court of public opinion and in the court of history. He's obviously a major political problem for the Republican Party. Mm. And as long as he's out there attempting to wage war on American constitutional democracy, he's a problem for all of us. GOP leader Mitch McConnell did a strange thing. First of all, he votes to acquit, but then turns around and says this. There's no question, none, that President Trump is practically and morally responsible for provoking the events of the day. No question about it. Again, yet he voted to acquit, and also he uh, held off the hearing so that he waited until uh, Donald Trump was no longer president. Anyway, McConnell adds that Donald Trump didn't get away with a thing yet, because now, as an ordinary citizen, McConnell says, quote, we have a criminal justice system in this country, we have civil litigation, and former presidents are not immune to being accountable by either one, unquote. Of course, that's true. In fact, the ex-commander-in-chief faces a bunch of legal problems and several ongoing investigations. With the Biden administration going full tilt against the coronavirus, health officials uh, say that the average number of COVID-19 cases in the U.S. now has dropped below 100,000 for the first time in months. 
And then sad news, uh, Bishop Frederick Casey Price did succumb to COVID-19 over the weekend. He was 89 years old. You remember on Friday, we were asking for your prayers uh, for this wonderful man, this important man, this man who, who really invented televangelism. His family says the virus ravaged his heart, his lungs, his kidneys. Bishop Casey Price was one of the first televangelists, if not the first, from his Crenshaw Christian Center out in L.A., also known as the Faith Dome. It was founded in Los Angeles in 1973. Bishop Price preached the prosperity gospel. In other words, how to deal with faith and money. The only reason you're going to work, 99% of people don't even like what they do. But most people don't, because before I got into ministry, I did not like nothing. <laughs> that I was doing. Bishop Frederick Casey Price national TV broadcast began in 1978. Among those he reportedly inspired, Creeflo Dollar. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, we had a question for the CLO, actually. It's from a 23-year-old woman. Her name is Linthia from Chicago. She's a virgin. She said she's had the absolute worst experiences with dating. When this topic of sex comes up, the guys usually run. Uh, her most recent experience was with a guy that she'd been dating for three months. They had the sex talk, but he didn't pressure her about it, so she didn't tell him that she was a virgin until the very last minute. Uh, when they were about to do the deed, she says, I, I told him it was my first time and he laughed hysterically at me and he didn't believe me because I was acting so dominant the whole time. He told me that he didn't want a girl uh, that didn't know what she was doing. She says, I was ashamed and I left his house and he hasn't called me since. Uh, I don't want to be a virgin anymore, but why is it so hard to find a good guy to help me out? Well, you know, Quiet it's the time. same problem that every woman has in finding a great guy. Yeah. That's the number one thing with most women who don't have yeah. anybody is finding a great guy. You'll have a guy that'll 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 be the right guy for you, that'll be patient with you, take his time with you, be understanding, and want you all in one. You just haven't met the guy yet. And if you keep having the same experiences, it could possibly be with the way you're breaking the news and how you're explaining the news. Maybe your approach to expressing yourself is a little bit off because a dude that kicks you out because I want somebody to know what he's doing, he just wants somebody that's freaky. That's and, all it was. And, Steve, the okay. fact that she just doesn't want to be a virgin anymore I mean, that, See, that's that a, right a there. good reason, yeah, to just I keep mean, yourself she's aggressive, to some dude. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, you're not, you don't want to be a virgin anymore. That's your decision. I can't, not the one to tell you to hang on till you're married. Because if you've made that your mind up, this is, why, why would I tell you anything else, you know? But you haven't found Mr. Right. You're 23 years old. You're still very young. Please take the pressure off yourself because you got the rest of your life not to be a virgin. You ain't out of time. No. Tommy, anything you want to say? Oh, no. Uh-uh. No, no, uh, uh, no. Uh, no, 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 uh, sir. Uh, no. Shirley, uh, no. uh, no. uh, <laughs> how you answering for me, Shirley? Yeah, uh, Shirley. It's, it's the best thing to do at this moment. Trust yeah, me. Yeah. I'm scared. I'm sm I'm smart. I can uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Stop. You got another question? Tommy, I don't think uh, Shirley's going to let you interject here. I'm you don't exactly realize how problem. smart I am. And that's that's what exactly right. That is right there. Nailed it. Okay. <laughs> exactly okay, uh, right. All right. Uh, coming up next, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. 
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve, you guys are here. You got to tell us. You have some ways to know if you've been fired, right? Yes. I think if you pull up in the parking lot and your parking space has a trash dumpster in it, <laughs> I think your ass is about out. Okay. That's a real good one. I think if you go to work and everybody asks you, man, well, well, what you doing here? Your ass yeah. has been fired. Yeah. <laughs> what you doing here? Yeah. Yeah. No. No, what, what, what's go, where you, why are you here? I think, you know, you've been fired when your key card, you swipe it 10 times and you still ain't getting in. Right. 10. Yeah. 10, yeah. Junior. Yeah. Yeah. You think yeah. it's, no. You've you been, you've, uh-huh. you've, you've been fired when, when everybody passing by the door and looking at you and won't open it, but they looking at you through the door. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Robert don't Robert don't work here no more. Mm-hmm. They said don't open that door for Robert. That's what they said. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Steve. You got one. You know you've been fired is when you get to work, people been walking by just picking stuff out your cubicle. <laughs> oh, I like your not free fall. I want to get that paper right cut. Yeah, this, yeah. this my chair. This my chair. I've been wanting that plant for the longest. Yeah. Right. All right. You know, you know you've been fired when your uh-huh. last check is pink. Your ass Ooh, has been fired. You've been taking that the system. Pink like slip. a late yeah. utility bill? Uh-oh. Yeah, like a utility uh-uh. bill. Oh, that notice. utility bill. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> when you know you've been fired, when you get an email and mm-hmm. they trying to tell you about company business, but at the end they say, "Oh, I'm sorry." <laughs> <laughs> no, never mind. No, no, no. <laughs> you you know you've been fired when your work wife mm-hmm. say this not gonna work no more. Uh-uh. This, this, <laughs> wow, this, this just not gonna work. It's over. Enough. Yeah, this not gonna work. No more. I love it. <laughs> This is how you know you've been fired. You walk in to work and everybody's standing around talking. And when you walk up, everybody get quiet. Why they stop talking? Church mouse quiet. Oh, hey, what guys? y'all talking about? Yeah. Right. Hey, group just, just start dispersing. All right. This is how you know you've been fired. When you actually get in the building, if you look up and get in the building and don't mm. nobody, I mean nobody, Make eye contact with your behind. <laughs> that not everybody looking down. That's a, that's a good one. That's yeah. You know you've been fired. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know you've been fired mm-hmm. when the person you didn't like at work come up to you and say you ain't gonna believe what's gonna happen today. <laughs> <laughs> not a heads up. Yeah, you're right. You ain't gonna believe this. You know you've been fired when you walk in the door and security start getting on their walkie talk. He's here. Yeah. When they're talking in their shoulder, when they're talking mm-hmm. in their shoulder, yeah, we have. Yeah. He's in the building. Now. He's just, yeah, he's in the building. I see the subject in progress. I do. <laughs> Go ahead, Steve. <laughs> you know you've been fired when you're driving in to work and your best friend call you on your cell phone and say, dog, turn around, go back. <laughs> yeah. Dog, yeah. turn around, That's go real back. Talk right I ain't got time to get into it right now, but, but don't come in here. But you need to turn around, man. Turn around. No, no. Yeah, just turn around, dog. Don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm your boy. Don't come don't in know. here. I'm looking out for you, man. Just turn completely around. I don't know. Mm-mm. You well, know you have been fired when uh-huh. you go to your locker. And there's mm-hmm. a name that, is, that says Gladys, but that ain't your name. <laughs> <laughs> You've been replaced. Gladys. <laughs> Who the hell is wow, you guys. <laughs> I'll tell you. You know, you know you've been fired when you go in the cafeteria and the lady who served the mashed potatoes mm-hmm. throw her damn scoop down. 
<laughs> I can't believe he didn't walk this ass in. You've been fired when you see a bunch of boxes in your cubicle. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Just sitting there waiting on for that's that's for you to pack up. That's what that's for. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You've been fired, partner. Yeah. Get your stuff. Mm-hmm. Take Get the your hint. Stuff. Take the hint. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna yeah, 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 yeah. It's over, dude. <laughs> yeah, I got last one for me. Uh-huh. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Come on, Steve. When everybody at your job that don't like you mm-hmm. has put all their names into a hat. And they pulling names to see who gonna be able to tell you when you come in. <laughs> I sure hope it's that's sad. Jesus, that's, please. That's, that's, that's so, so not cool. Wow, that's yeah. so cool. Please, yeah, that's so cool. they really didn't. I like got them. it. I got it. I got it. Terrell. Terrell. <laughs> Terrell. I got it. I got it. Terrell. Over here. Uh-uh. Your ass is fired. You have been fired. Oh wow. Yes. Fired, Terrell. All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Uh, Subject, smiling in my face while backstabbing me. Um, Wow. Yeah, but right now, nephew in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff, today? Freedom papers. Huh? Freedom Papers. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Domingo. Yeah, this is him speaking. Hi, Domingo. I'm, my name is Scott. I'm calling from FPI. Wanted to give you a call about actually uh, using our services if I, I, I think you'll actually like it. The FPI would definitely like to get you on board. FPI? What, what is it? Uh, FPI is Freedom Papers Incorporated. Freedom Papers Incorporated. What we do is we actually make sure you get freedom papers. You can purchase them from us. And what I can do is I can get you freedom papers for you and every individual at your home for roughly 800 bucks or under. What, what are freedom freedom papers? Well, actually, what this is, you, I mean, are you, are you familiar with, the, like, um, Say if you are uh, an alien uh, from another country and you need a you need a, a green card to be here, are you familiar with that? Yes. Okay. So what what goes on with Freedom Papers Incorporated is when you sign and get Freedom Papers from us, what it does is it's uh, people who are African American. Our papers let them know that you are actually a free person in this country. Oh, oh, oh! I've been free. I'm sorry. Ain't no slavery going on. What are you talking about? Freedom. I'm free. Well, you 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 may be, but you have to actually show paperwork for that. When they when did they start it, sir? This is all over the news. You have to have freedom papers within the next six months. Every African American person is going to have to have freedom papers and and have them on on the you know uh, it's, it's like keeping a driver's license or a checkbook or something. You're going to have to have your freedom papers on you. Uh, that's some that's some that, that's some. I'm free. I'm not about to pay no money when I'm already free. Okay, but you're gonna, but sir, you're gonna need paperwork to show your freedom. And you don't? Do you have any freedom papers at this point right now? No, because I don't need freedom. I'm free, sir. I don't think you quite understand. Do you understand that you could possibly, if you're caught without your freedom papers, you could be taken into captive and actually have to work for so many years in order, and, and then later on you might get your freedom. But right now, right here, if you buy freedom papers from me, I can I can fix it where you don't go through that. You can actually get separated from your family, sir. I'm not going to buy... Where are they going to send me to? Where are they going to deport me to Africa? I ain't never been there. No, no, you're not going to Africa. You could be actually here in the United States working on a, 
on a particular farm of, of, of with a lot of people who don't have their papers. If you haven't gotten this news, I do apologize, but within the next six months, you're going to need freedom papers. Who the, who the f*** are you anyway? Sir, like I said before, I'm Scott with FBI. I ain't heard no about no FPI, no, no, FBI Sir, it's FPI. It's Freedom Papers Incorporated. I don't give, I don't give a what it is. I'm not about to pay no, no money to be free. Sir, you have to have paperwork on you to show that you are a free citizen of the United States. Hold, hold, hold up. How do you get my number anyway? Sir, we have a list of numbers of people that we don't think have their freedom papers, and your name actually popped up here in our database. So Mingo you're not... pop up on Okay, sir. I'm trying to... How Give my number. Sir, we have a database here of people who we don't so think have their freedom papers. Your name is actually here. After talking to you, it seems like you don't have your freedom papers. And we want to make sure you get them. We're letting you know it's $200 per person to get these actual papers. So you telling me you got a database and you just calling black people all around the country? We're, no, sir. What we're doing is we're calling African Americans and letting them, letting them know that they can actually uh, buy freedom papers from us, so they don't have to be. If they're, if they're, if, if they ever get captured, then what can happen is, is that they can show their papers and not have to deal with the problems that ain't come. Ain't nobody gonna buy that. We already free. You gonna have a whole bunch of runaway because we ain't paying. I'm not paying. They might, but I'm not paying. Sir, you're going to have to have your freedom papers on you at all times. That's going to be the law within the next six months. So what I'm trying to Man, do is actually sell you freedom papers so you'll understand that you, you have everything that you need. You have your driver's license. You have your freedom papers and, and whatever else that you carry on you. You have you must be out your mind. Call me on my phone this Sunday. What's wrong with you? Freedom papers. My I ain't getting you. Who, who are you? I'm, I'm I'm Scott, sir. I'm an associate here at FPI. I ain't heard about that FPI. You just want to check from me? Think I'm about to send you some damn money? Y'all can kiss my sir, sir. I understand you, but what you gotta understand is within the next six months, you're gonna need these papers. Well, they gonna have to catch my. I ain't paying. Okay, sir. Don't you don't you want to be free? I am free. Everybody's free. We got a black president. He gonna have to get freedom papers. I buy from you. Kiss my. Sir, you're going to have to pay for these papers one way or the other, okay? I'm trying to, I gave you a call. I tried to be nice to you. I'm letting you know now. You're going to have to pay for your freedom. I'm not paying for Sir, everyone will be captured if they do not have freedom papers. You, tell you right now, come catch me. Sir, sir, you're going to get captured when you least expect it, sir. You're going to get captured when you least expect it. I'm going to be your Kunta Kente. Y'all don't have to catch me, because I ain't paying I didn't look this up on the computer right now. I can't find scam trying to get my money in. Are you on the computer? Yeah, I Googled this. Okay, can I tell you one more thing? Can I can I get you to Google something else? What the is this? Put in, put in N-E-P-H-E-W. All right. T-O-M-M-Y. All right, that's on Nephew Tommy. <laughs> This is Nephew Tommy, man, for the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife, Marissa, got me to prank phone call you. Man, <laughs> y'all had me. I'm about to say, it's free already. I'll be. You about to get the. Don't play that. As long as you're all right, man. I got to ask you one more thing, though. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the lane?
the Steve Harvey Morning Show with Nephew Tommy. <laughs> that was pretty good, I got to admit. That was pretty doggone good. Well, that dad is right there. Freedom papers. Freedom papers. Freedom papers. Don't get caught without them. Y'all better have these papers. Wow. <laughs> All right, well, nephew, thank you. Uh, coming up next, Strawberry Letter, we'll get into it. Subject, smiling in my face while backstabbing me right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Let's go. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Smiling in my face while backstabbing me is the subject. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been married for 17 years to a man who I thought was trustworthy, honest, and a good Christian man. We are both in our 40s and have been together for 25 years total. For the last four years, he has been friends with a basic girl that he met at work. I call her basic because that's what she is. I have always expressed how displeased I am with their friendship, but he insisted that I was worrying for no reason. We hung out with her and her basic husband often, and uh, my husband always made me feel like I was crazy for being suspicious of this friendship. I even started hanging out with this basic woman, too, after he insisted that I get to know her. We had family outings with this basic couple. We actually enjoyed their company. Here's where the pain and deceit began. Two weeks ago, her husband caught my husband and the basic woman cheating. When confronted, they admitted that it had been going on for three years right under our noses. I was so hurt. Then I guess my husband's conscience got the best of him, and he admitted that he had had an affair with three other women, and two of these women were also in our married friend circle. My husband told me that he has a problem and he needs counseling. He begged me to stay with him and help him through this. My trust for him is shattered now. He had his mistresses in my face, and they all played it off perfectly. I feel like a fool, and I'm totally disgusted by him, but I am unsure if divorce is the answer. We've lost all of our friends because of this. Should I forgive him? Please help. Wow, what a letter. Uh, first of all, these were not your friends. Um, and I got to tell you, forgiveness is up to you, but most importantly, it's for you. And, you know, in, in this instance... I would just say, I don't know. It's going to be hard, and, and it's going to take some time. The trust, like you said, is already broken. going to be very, very hard for you to uh, rebuild the trust. And quite frankly, for you to even be considering not divorcing him is amazing to me because he, he's been so foul with what he did. Uh, like you said, he had his mistresses in your face right under your noses for three years that's crazy. But you did suspect something. He kept trying to steer you off of that, made you get to be friends with the woman he was having an affair with and all of that. I mean, you should be disgusted. You said you're disgusted with him. You should be disgusted with him and all of them. You said you're so disgusted with him. You should be. 
Uh, and you should insist that he gets help. Only time will tell if he's truly sorry. His behavior and uh, how he treats you from this point on should help you decide whether to stay or go. But please do not, do not make this easy for him if you decide to stay in this this relationship which or this marriage that you've had for, for 17 years. This is not really a marriage. He's been treat, cheating on you and treating you like this. Uh-uh. You don't have to. Don't feel badly if you walk away from him. But if you decide to keep him and forgive him, don't make it easy. Steve? Uh, let me, I can't ignore what you just said. If you're going to stay with him and forgive him, don't make it easy. Wow. That's an interesting concept mm-hmm. because why forgive if you're going to steady make a person pay? I don't, I don't. But then that's the part when you hurt a woman, that's the part that you have to grapple with because you did hurt her. So in that regard, I understand where Shirley coming from, yep. but that's a tough statement, though. <laughs> if you stay with him and forgive him, but don't make it easy. Jesus Christ. Mm-mm. Well, let's go back to the top. Smiling in my face while I've been, Dick Shirley, I've been married 17 years to a Christian man. He's still a Christian. Man who I thought was trustworthy. We both in our 40s and we've been together for 25 years. Last four years, he's been friends with a basic girl that he met at work. I call her basic because that's what she is. I've always expressed how displeased I was with their friendship, but he insists there's nothing to worry about. Now, let me ask you a question. I have told y'all and told y'all and told y'all about these friendships. I have told y'all that they don't normally work out that good. But let me ask you this question. Who makes new female friends in their 40s while married? (laughs) Dog, I can understand if you had a relationship in college or something, You've been friends with this girl since high school or something like that, and you get married and you're trying to convince your wife, we've been friends all this time. I got that. Who makes new female friends in their 40s while they marry? How did y'all develop this friendship? You know how much time it takes to develop a friendship? How much time away from your wife and outside your house it take to form a new friendship? Now you're calling the woman basic. What the hell do that mean? What what do that mean? Anybody? They she basic. <laughs> plain. I, I took it as plain. Yeah. Well, well, just he must fancy. like well, plain. Yeah, just well, not fancy. Well, let me tell you this. I like plain donuts. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I still <laughs> likes the donut because I can dunk it. Uh. Uh. All right, hold uh. that thought. Hold that uh. Now you thought. hold on to that thought. <laughs> All right, we'll come back with part two of Steve's response to smiling in my face while backstabbing me at 23 minutes after the hour right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject smiling in my face while backstabbing me. Lady been married 17 years. Christian man, so she thought trustworthy, so she thought. They're in their 40s, been together 25 years total. Last four years, he been friends with a basic girl he met at work. Now, I have uh, said that she started having problems with this new friendship. 
my question when we left was, who makes new female friends in their 40s while married? Because it takes a long time to develop a friendship. That's time out your house where y'all going lunch, eating, talking on the phone, texting. All this could be time spent with your girl. But no, you outside your house with it. Now, here we come. I told y'all this don't hardly ever work out. He insisted not to worry about it. Then hit a copa. We hung out with her and her basic husband. Oh, y'all are fossil. Always, and your husband made you feel crazy for being suspicious about this friendship. I even started hanging with the basic woman, too, so he get to know that y'all went to family outings, everything, enjoyed their company. Then you got hurt. Two weeks ago, now hit a part that I don't understand. Two weeks ago, her husband caught my husband and the basic woman cheating. When confronted, they admitted that it had been going on for three years. So hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm, I'm, are we missing something here? He caught his wife cheating with another man. When confronted, they admitted. That means this confrontation was y'all cheating? Yeah. And then they admitted it. No crime taken. Boy, listen to me. <laughs> Let me tell you what's involved in this in this, mm-hmm. when I catch you, yeah. there's going to have to be some depositions. <laughs> there's going to need to be some retainers. Yeah. There's going to have to be some video evidence. Mm-hmm. We're going to be looking back at text records. Uh, there's going to be some people at the house. Uh, They're going to be spraying that blue stuff in the room with the lights yeah. out, Lumathon. Yeah. Yeah, Lumathon. They're going spra- to be spraying yeah. all that. Yeah. They trying to figure out what the hell <laughs> did Steve do? Found a finger. Yeah. Found a finger. <laughs> Stupid. And, uh, <laughs> handful of his hair in the toilet. Whoa. Come on, CSI. You want to take a look at this? You want to come here and take a look at this? I don't know how this got up here. Want to take a picture of handcuffs on the shower rod? Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and uh, take a picture of that chainsaw. I think that's going to have something to do with this here. Chainsaw? This is starting to look a lot like Scarface up in here. <laughs> so now, now they admit it. They admitted they've been going out for three years right under our noses. I was so hurt. And uh, then she said her husband, Conscience, got the best of them. And he said that he had had an affair with three other women. And two of these women was also our married friend oh, circle. Oh, God. <laughs> Why is he still living? Yeah, he's no good. <laughs> I'm not understanding. That he ain't no good. Why is he still living? The husband ain't killed him. You ain't killed him. Mm. The, the, he's sleeping with everybody's wife. Who? How fine is he? <laughs> then uh, I now they all, now my husband told me that he got a problem and he need counseling. He begged me to stay with him and help him through this. Help, help him. What? How you finna help him? H- help me understand. Cheating is simple. It's a decision that a dude make because he think he can get away with it and he figure you ain't going to know, so what you ain't going to know ain't going to hurt you. And it might not mean that much to him, which can be a true statement, but when you get busted, all of a sudden you mean the world to him. 
That's what happens in cheating. True. Do we understand this? True. Mm-hmm. Clear. You ain't Everybody's got to go to clear. school. You ain't got to go to school <laughs> mm-hmm. for this. You right. don't need no right. therapy right. for this. He's upset that he got mm-hmm. caught. He made her, if you had, if she had never caught him, this would still be going on and he wouldn't be asking for help then. Yes, sir. Help is with one. When you got more than one, two, three women, you helping yourself. Mm -hmm. To all the cookies in the jar. That's right. Now, don't make it easy for him. Help him through him. My trust in him is shattered now. He had his mistresses in my face, and they all played it off perfectly. See, that's the cold part of this letter right here. Mm-mm. He talked all these women into going along with it. Yeah, they were all friends. What is your husband doing to y'all? <laughs> this, what is this man doing to y'all? Say that one more time. What? What is this man doing to y'all? What is it? When everybody keeping it a secret. This boy right here. He's a bad boy. In the words of MC Hammer, stop. Hammer time. (laughs) All y'all. What is what he doing? What is he doing to y'all? <laughs> That's what I wanted to hear. Thank you, Steve. Post your comments on today's what Strawberry Letter. What is he doing to y'all? <laughs> At Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to uh, check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Junior's here today with, uh, this is a comedy segment you call Junior When Did. What's that about? When Did. When did? You know, we've been seeing a lot of things that have been happening. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. But you just don't know when it started. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, mm-hmm. when did kids get luggage? Luggage? You ever go to the they airport and see this little they baby in front it. of you? Oh, yeah. Did, remember, all my drawers was in the same luggage with my grandmother. <laughs> all my drawers was up against the Brazil. <laughs> when did kids get luggage? Yeah. Like, I don't know when it started. Uh huh. That's good. Uh-huh. Matter of fact, when did people start wearing house shoes everywhere? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. at church. Uh-huh. Somebody stepped out their house shoes to get to the altar and knelt. When you leave your shoes out here in church like that? <laughs> <laughs> like, when, when did it happen? Well, no. Like, when did vegans get so outspoken? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You ain't never know who the hell was a vegan. Now they upset about everything. <laughs> you can't eat that. It had a mother. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Vegas is, I mean, when did all this stuff start? They speaking up now. They speaking up. <laughs> when did we just, never mind, just wearing ripped jeans? Remember you used to get your ass whooped for your jeans being oh, toes? yeah. <laughs> now yeah. everybody jeans toe. Oh, yeah. Why yeah. am I looking at Dwayne's drawers? <laughs> <laughs> just when did that start? Yeah. We just don't know when it happened. When did Remember when people used to borrow money? Mm-hmm. Now they cash oh. happen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For dinner. That's you need right. to ask. Remember, I cannot borrow was important. Yes. They yes. don't do that no more. They don't do none of that. When did big guys just start showing their stomach with no results? You know, they don't They don't care. No remorse. They just, the stomach just out. Uh-huh. Matter of fact, when did women just start wearing their stomachs out? 
<laughs> yeah, when did all of this happen? When when did white kids get comfortable saying the N-word to black kids? When did that start? When did we start knocking our kids? When did that stop? Now, because my nephew is sitting up here making Fs at school, and we ain't been in school a week. When did this start? Just when did it happen? We wow. just don't know. Mm. We have to figure out when did that happen. Very, that's what when did. Very insightful. Just start like thinking it. about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just stuff, stuff's changed. Mm-hmm. Just no, no. Mm-hmm. When did it happen? Right before you yeah. Wow. I'll tell you How another. Profound. Okay. Here, here's one that, that everybody knows. This is something mm-hmm. we don't even know when this started. When? But remember when? When did wearing a jogging suit? Remember when, when it meant you was going jogging? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now people wearing jogging suits ain't jogging no damn way. <laughs> you talking about me? <laughs> that used to mean something. You got on the jogging suit. I can assume your ass was going jogging. Now, 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 your ass in drive-throughs. You, you ain't doing nothing with walking in it. Sleeping. I'm just saying. At work. Yeah. Now you, I'm in one right now. All right, more of this crazy ignorant show, Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Is your relationship so good, guys, that sometimes you wish you and your spouse would argue more? Huh? I don't need no more (laughs) I got enough. We ain't never got that far. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good. So if one argument, just one argument could save your marriage, that is it. But this husband cooked, cleaned, swept, and loved his wife passionately, completely. She, in turn, felt choked by his affection and now wants to divorce him. The woman sought divorce from her husband uh, in a city in the uh, United Arab Emirates because his love was too much for her to bear. He never yelled at me or turned me down, the woman told the court. I was choked by extreme love and affection. He even helped me clean the house. The court ordered the adjournment of the case to give the couple a chance at reconciliation. So, guys, here's a question for you. Do you wish you and your spouse would actually argue more? Or um, have you ever ended a relationship because there was no conflict at all? It was just too much love and affection. Mm. Jay, don't answer this. I ain't got <laughs> no, no please, for this Steve. No. No. Why can't he answer, we Steve? No. Jay need to stay away from this. <laughs> as soon, uh-huh. as soon as you say something to him, I'm he disagree with I'm gone. His ass is getting some papers drawn. Are you serious? Are you serious? Yeah, you talk back too much. I'm out of this relationship. <laughs> <laughs> it's that fast? Just Dang, that quick. Just... Can be quicker than that. Yeah. <laughs> Why is really, that Jay? Though? Yeah. I don't need it. I don't need to hit Dog, it. he out. It. I'm out. He out. I'm out. I don't know who yeah. wants the argument, but this woman, what's wrong with her? Exactly, yeah. Steve. She's the problem. understand what real love is. She's mm-hmm. got a different view. Yeah, she saw problem. somebody getting cussed out, abused, something. I want that. <laughs> yeah, that's probably yeah how she <laughs> grew say up that. or something. Yeah. Ooh, I want to get cussed out. <laughs> Too that's much crazy. love and affection? I've uh, never heard a woman say who that. Who wants uh-uh. conflict? Who wants that? Yeah, well, that's now, crazy. Unless he's ultra clingy. She true. did say she felt choked by his love. She felt choked by it. What do you mean, Steve? Oh, so he that, just, she just rather just be choked. <laughs> oh goodness! <laughs> he he cooked. He cleaned. He cooked. He cleaned. He loved her passionately and completely. 
This sounds like a this romance novel. Yeah. Well, head on with that now. Yeah. She said he never yelled at me or turned me down. Never? Yeah. Swimming out there going, baby, you need to meet my Who are you? Okay. He never turned you down? Oh, my God. So this is the opposite of an abusive relationship. He cooking and cleaning. Extreme opposite. He cooking and cleaning, girl, please. Jackpot. (laughs) Yeah. I cook. I'm not going to (laughs) clean. Your dishes in the sink when you through. He swept. (laughs) Dog. Well, wow. I'll leave a pot on the stove in a heartbeat. Wow. This, this, yeah. I mean, women say all the time they want a good man. Women complain all the time. He never helps yes, me around man. the house. Right. I don't, we never spend enough time together. Yeah, He's right. not affectionate. He's not romantic. I'll help you. I'll help you pack. This one here. Get up out of here. But Jay, not one, one time she says something, she's out. You're done. Yeah. Well, I don't take talking back. I don't. What I is don't talking back? What that is right that? There. See what we're doing Uh-oh. there? That. Uh-oh. That But right you're there. not a daddy. <laughs> you're not her dad. You you're her husband. Example. I was giving her an You're her See man, how we Jay. So we're going back and forth. Uh, what uh, what your that. daddy say, uh? <laughs> your dad say, uh? We don't do back and forth. We just do forth. <laughs> Ain't no damn back in this house. I've never heard of this before. Yeah, but Jay, we can't disagree. We can't you agree. They said ain't it's no been back one talk. Too many times are you talking back to me? You would have been gone. Been but gone. we don't like what you're saying, <laughs> Jay. We have a right Jay, to say that. You sound like Mister. Yeah, you sound like somebody's daddy. Yeah. I'm not, hitting, I'm not gonna hit nobody. I'm just gonna pack you up. That's all I'm gonna do. But it's your tone, though, Jay. Yeah. It's your tone. Man, wow. All right, coming up, more more music, more fun, more chauvinism sounds more like, back too. More back talk. Yeah. More back talk. <laughs> At 20 minutes after the hour right here on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so here's the question, the office topic of the day. What have you given up for love. What office right? is this? What <laughs> office is doing this? <laughs> it's, uh, pretend like it's yeah. our asked, office. Who asked this these questions? Okay. Nobody asked this question. <laughs> Nobody asked these questions at no job. Yeah, why are you guys so touchy? Is it, well, this we, a well, hard question? Y'all go answer Ain't first. Ain't that hard for me? Back no, we're, we're asking, asking you guys questions. what it is. A- what have you then. given up for love? I ain't yeah, gave I'm up ask nothing. You. I ain't gave up nothing. I lost. <laughs> it's a difference. <laughs> I didn't give up nothing. I lost. How about, how about we change it to what was taken away from you for love? How about that? Tooken? Yeah. Tooken. Yeah. Tooken. Damn right. Tooken. Most everything I've ever done for love was I lost. I lost my ability right, so to go where I wanted to go. I lost my yeah, ability to think for my damn self. I lost my ability to eat what I want to eat, yeah. where I want to eat. Yeah. I lost yeah. my ability to call who the hell I want to call. Man. Yeah. I lost Come my on. ability. Okay, so you lost Ooh. your freedom. You I gave up your freedom. I lost my ability to have multiple <laughs> people's phone number. I lost my ability to lay my phone around. I lost. Ooh, but you're not bitter uh, about it because you certainly don't sound man. like that right well, now. Well, <laughs> now it's a different love I have. But in the past, I lost. those loves uh-huh. were lost. Yeah. I lost. All right. <laughs> 
Coming up, more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. Duke did that. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, we had a question for the CLO, actually. It's from a 23-year-old woman. Her name is Linthia from Chicago. She's a virgin. She said she's had the absolute worst experiences with dating. When this topic of sex comes up, the guys usually run. Uh, Her most recent experience was with a guy that she'd been dating for three months. They had the sex talk, but he didn't pressure her about it, so she didn't tell him that she was a virgin until the very last minute uh, when they were about to do the deed, she says. I I told him it was my first time, and he laughed hysterically at me, and he didn't believe me because I was acting so dominant the whole time. He told me that he didn't want a girl uh, that didn't know what she was doing. She says, I was ashamed, and I left his house, and he hasn't called me since. Uh, I don't want to be a virgin anymore, but why is it so hard to find a good guy to help me out? Well, you know, it's the same problem that every woman has in finding a great guy. That's the number one thing with most women who don't have anybody is finding a great guy. You'll have a guy that'll that'll be the right guy for you, that'll be patient with you, take his time with you, be understanding, and want you all in one. You just haven't met the guy yet. And if you keep having the same experiences, it could possibly be with the way you're breaking the news and how you're explaining the news. Maybe your approach to expressing yourself is a little bit off because a dude that kicks you out because I want somebody to know what he's doing, he just wants somebody that's freaky. That's all it was. And, Steve, the fact that she just doesn't want to be a virgin anymore I mean, that, See, that's that a, right a there. good reason, yeah, to just I mean, keep yourself she's aggressive, to some dude. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, you're not, you don't want to be a virgin anymore. That's your decision. I can't, not the one to tell you to hang on till you're married. Because if you've made that your mind up, why, why would I tell you anything else, you know? But you haven't found Mr. Right. You're 23 years old. You're still very young. Please take the pressure off yourself because you got the rest of your life not to be a virgin. You ain't out of time. No. Tommy, anything you want to say? Oh, no. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, 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 sir. No. Shirley, no. <laughs> why, how you answer for me, Shirley? Yeah, uh-uh. sure. It's, it's the best thing to do at this moment. Trust yeah. me. Yeah. I'm scared. I'm sm- I'm smart. I can uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Stop. You got another question? Tommy, I don't think uh, Shirley's going to let you interject here. I'm you don't exactly realize how problem. smart I am. And that's that's exactly right. That is right there. Nailed it. Okay. <laughs> exactly okay, uh, right. All right. We're coming back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. As a matter of fact, this is our last break of the day. Steve's closing remarks. You don't want to miss it. It's been a good day. We'll be back at 49 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are. It is the last break of the day. It's the last break of the day. Love it, and I know you want to leave us with some closing remarks, Steve. You know, um, last night when I finished up Family Feud, I was talking to the audience. And um, we were talking about... uh, hanging in there and uh, one of the audience members was saying that they feel underqualified because they work around and live around a lot of people with education 
And education is important to a lot of people and in a lot of fields. And uh, please know education is really, really great to have. I'm not knocking it in any shape, form, or fashion, so please don't misunderstand me. But I was asking this person, were they good at school? And they said, no, never have been. And ask them just what they want to be in life. Do you have to go to school? They said, not really. And so that kind of troubled me a little bit because I was ended up talking to a person who was trying to shape who they really wanted to be and who they saw themselves becoming, but were trying to shape it in the image of other external people on the outside and around him. And I, I began to talk to this guy and I, I tried to uh, enlighten him to some things. You know, education is important and you should get as much as you can. But you can become successful without an education. Now, understand something. If you want to be a doctor, dentist, lawyer, you know, you want to work in certain branches and fields, of course, you, have, you can't be a teacher without an education. You can't be a professor without one. can't be a lawyer, doctor, dentist, scientist. You, there are things that require an education. But if your imagination has you somewhere else, Stop letting other people try to put you in the box that they came out of. There are some people that no matter how you talk to them, if you don't do it their way, then you ain't doing it the right way. I cannot even begin to tell you how many people have tried to talk me off of the path I was on when clearly God had put me on another path. I tried to go to college. I did. I've never been a great student. Once again, understand me now, I'm not knocking education because I tell people all the time, I admire people who climb the corporate ladder through education, who climb the educational field. That is like amazing to me because that's not a skill set I have. But I can't tell you how many people have tried to talk me off my path. Do you know one time a lady once told me at a major institution that if you want to rep this institution, you're going to have to go back to college. And I said, go back to college for what? And they said, because it would make a better statement if you were a college graduate yourself. And I wasn't being arrogant or anything, but I was looking at this lady trying to figure out what better statement could I make than crawling out of homelessness, putting my faith and trust in God, and asking God to rescue me from all the mistakes I've made, watch him do it, climb as well. Now, I may not be up there where you think I ought to be, and I may not talk the way you think I ought to talk, but the God I serve delivered me from so many mistakes I had made, college being one of them. What better testament, what better story can I tell? Don't let people put you in the box just because that's the box that they jumped out of. That ain't your box. That ain't your route. That ain't your journey. That ain't your ticket. You have got to put your faith in God and understand that all of us are on a different journey in life. Ain't nobody traveling the exact same path and the exact same footsteps as nobody. I have admired so many people in this world. I have tried to pattern myself after certain people in this world. 
But no matter how hard I try, I have found no one who has taken the exact same footsteps as me. And that don't make them better than me, less than me. It just ain't no two people taking the exact same footsteps. Look, I admired Richard Pryor. I admired Muhammad Ali. I admired Martin Luther King. I admired Michael Jordan. I admired Gandhi. I admired Mother Teresa. I admire Bishop T.D. Jakes. I admire Bishop Geddes. I admire Joel Osteen. I admire Bishop Kenneth Olmer. I admire Donnie Kirk Kirkland. I admire a lot of people. But they footsteps ain't mine. Not the exact footsteps. I can learn from some things they've all taught me. I can learn from some things I've watched them do. But at the end of the day, this is your journey. Your journey as, is as unique as your fingerprint. And that's how special God made each and every one of us because we all got a different fingerprint. It's billions, over 7 billion people in this world. Ain't no two people got the same fingerprint. So how the two of you gonna take the same steps? You better, you better listen to this. It ain't your journey, it ain't your path. Get on your path, get on your journey, get on your faith, get on your knees and accomplish your job, your dreams. Make your dreams come true. Follow your heart, follow your goals, follow your imagination. God is good and he can get you there. And nowhere does it say a man without an education shall fail. It says a man without a dream or a vision shall perish. Dust them off, handle your business. Those are my closing remarks. Y'all have a great weekend. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 